All right, welcome to the Cibolo Tomorrow podcast. This is the first episode in a podcast series where we're going to be talking about the Cibolo Texas Comprehensive Plan. This podcast series is going to give us an opportunity to dive in, learn more about what a comprehensive plan is, and dive into some deeper topics about the plan in future episodes. Um, so excited to be joined by my guests today. I'll let them introduce themselves. Daniel? How you doing? Daniel Acevedo. I'm from Kimley Horn. I'm the project manager for the comprehensive plan. Thanks, Daniel. Mayor Allen? Hi, I'm Mark Allen, Mayor of Cibolo, and uh, excited about this project. Um, I served on city council for four and a half years before getting elected mayor back in January of this year. So real excited that we're updating our comprehensive master plan for Cibolo and to uh, be working with you in this engagement. Councilmember Hicks. I'm Joel Hicks, Councilman, uh, District 7. Uh, this is I'm working on my sixth year as councilman, second generation councilman. Um, my father served in place seven whenever we had places. Um, comprehensive master plan is something I've been asking for since Mr. Reed got, got on um, board with us in 2020. Um, it's one of those things that you have to update every so often to keep the, the future um, moving in the right direction and making sure everybody that is part of the, the council and, and staff are moving that same direction. Absolutely. And Mr. Reed? I, I've been the city manager here for the past two years, and I'm really excited that the council had the leadership to fund uh, this update to our comprehensive plan. Excellent. And so I guess we'll just start at the at the beginning of, of what is a comprehensive plan. And uh, so Councilmember Hicks, you mind taking a stab at, at that one? Well, a comprehensive plan, um, it's often called a master plan. Um, it's a living document. It's it's able to be changed um, during its lifespan. Uh, it's, a, it's a long range planning document that expresses um, the direction or the needs and wants of the future of our community. Absolutely. And I guess why is why is that important? Why does that why does that matter? Why do we need a comp plan or why do we need to update our comp plan? Well, it gives it gives our staff and our community some sort of direction as to um, where we're wanting the growth or where we're where what we're looking for in the future. What direction are we going in? Ryan, if, if I could add to Mr. Hicks's comment, um, I've often seen in cities that grow rapidly that a plan that is seven years old, like our plan, often doesn't reflect the wants and the desires and the aspirations of the city today. In some ways it does, but in some ways it's become dated. And I think our council in some of its public meetings recently has identified that parts of this comprehensive plan are just that, they're out of date. So the comprehensive plan is important because our community needs to speak with one voice. And that's what our council wants from this. What is our vision as a community? What are those goals and needs? And what is that vision for our community? Absolutely. Yeah, having that kind of shared community vision of, of where we headed, where we come from is super important. Um, Daniel, do you mind adding just a little from, from the planning team side, you know, what is what are some of the deliverables of that? Like w once you have that shared vision, um, you know, with the future land use maps, things like that, what are the ultimate deliverables that come out of a comp plan? Sure. So uh, looking at uh, this effort, there's, 
um, several chapters of the current comprehensive plan that are being updated. And uh, for that, uh, really the deliverables are uh, a new vision, a new vision statement, um, and really revisiting and capturing an update to the overall goals for the plan. Um, it includes a, a future land use plan, a thoroughfare plan. And so there's several uh, documents. Again, a comprehensive plan is really a series of documents that give guidance for the future. So uh, all those different things um, really result in, in, in a lot of deliverables that uh, we're looking to, uh, to give to the city as, a, as again, that built vision uh, for the community. Yeah. And so, Mr. Reed, kind of back to you, I guess, once this project is done, how does staff use a comprehensive plan? Great question. So, like every community, we will use it to guide the physical development of our community. Uh, but it's more used in many more ways than that. Uh, the first is it will help us set development standards. So, as Mr. Hicks said earlier, it's our guide. So what we need now are the standards. So we have our unified development code, our UDC. We will begin to adjust the UDC so that it becomes the tool that can help implement the plan. The last thing we want is our standards to be obstacles to implementing our plan. Uh, secondly, it's also a great way to communicate uh, out to the community, to developers, to partner agencies. What is our vision? It also will help us in our budget process. So a big part that Emily Horn will deliver to the city is an action plan, and that will set forth what do we need to do to make this plan real or translate this plan into something that is actionable. And so every year in the budget process, I need to bring that forward to council saying in our comprehensive plan, we said we wanted new roadway standards because we redefined them in the comp plan and we will fund the development of new street standards. And I mean, this isn't a process that just staff does or just the consultant does. I mean, this is a community project. I guess, Mayor Allen, do you mind speaking to what is what is the resident's role in, in a comp plan update? Yeah, so we have a, a board of citizens that we volunteer that we volunteered from the community um, to serve on our comprehensive master plan committee. And so what that what that uh, group of people consists of is uh, citizens that live in Cibolo that have an active interest in our community and also business owners uh, from our community will, will be able to serve on this board as well and, and talk about what their vision is for downtown Cibolo or or uh, some of the growing areas within our city limits. And so it's a it's a it's a group effort by uh, folks in our in our um, in our city to come together and define the layout for future Cibolo, you know, Cibolo tomorrow, if you will. And so it'll define, you know, where's a good place to put a hospital, you know, if uh, if we ended up, you know, attracting a hospital, you know, those are the types of decisions that need to be planned and well thought out and, uh, you know, get some buy-in from, from where, from the different, you know, agencies like the, the EMS and, and fire and, you know, and see what they would think would be the best place for, you know, something like the hospital, like a major hospital, but it's there to also, you know, define where does it make sense for us to have multifamily units, you know, what part of town is that is best suited to handle that, you know, traffic and growth, that concentrated growth, you know, identify as growth zones, like over off I-10, uh, the seven miles of furnished land we have off the interstate highway, 
you know, to define what type of industry you want to attract over there and, uh, and, and build the opportunity there for, for our city. Um, so, you know, it, it's just a, it's a layout um, of the entire city. And so it's a group effort, though. But going back, I guess, a little bit to the to the engagement and, and the residents, you know, you mentioned the ambassadors, but we want to hear from just everyday residents, whether they're part of that ambassador, right? I guess, do you mind speaking to what some of the engagement opportunities um, are? Yeah, so we'll be having a series of comprehensive master plan town halls where our community can come out and um, visit various booths where we set up an interactive um, display at various points within the, the chambers. So we probably won't be able to do it at our traditional city council chambers due to uh, some renovations going on in the building, but we can potentially do that at a um, event center next door. And then we could uh, you know, have our citizens come up and, and learn more about each various topic. And so we're, we're seeking citizen input and engagement through those town hall activities. Um, that are going to be surrounding the comprehensive master plan. So, and then uh, also we do a Cibolo summer nights events for the youth of Cibolo. And uh, that, that kicks off, um, it kicked off actually last Friday. Um, we do a May event, a June event, July event, and August event. So one event per month. And it's on a Friday evening and the kids are all out of uh, school. And so they, it's, a, it's a way for the youth of Cibolo to come out and do some fishing. Um, with their peers or their friends from school that are also out for summer. And they can also um, uh, come out to events that we had like last Friday, where we had the uh, emergency vehicles. We even had a DPS helicopter fly in there so the kids could see that happen. So it's a a good way for our community to engage. If I could add, I think to what the mayor said is we will have these very available, or excuse me, we will have town halls that invite the public to see some of the products as we're developing them. And we're going beyond just a website and social media posting, which are the obvious starting points for community engagement. In addition to that, the Master Planning Advisory Committee, which Mr. Hicks and Mayor Allen have spoken to, we're training them through our consultant on how to be ambassadors. How do they become and use their voice out in their community, in their neighborhoods? So uh, Daniel will actually be at the next impact meeting and he will walk us all through how do you become an ambassador outside of your regular meetings? I think that's an exciting opportunity to have them trained to do that. Secondly, we're gonna promote uh, the comprehensive plan at city special events. Uh, The Civil of Summer Nights that Mayor Allen spoke to four of them this summer we had over 1,000 people at the May 19th event. What a great event for our families to be out in. And we want families. We want the parents, the adults. We want the kids. And so we will have booths out at those special events to continue to gather input from them. Surveys, surveys for the citizens, things like that. That's right. There will be a survey that they can also okay. fill out. And then um, uh, lastly, the surveys. Uh, in addition to just surveys at those special events, we're finding a way to push out a survey to our community online as well. Like a QR code or something like that at the booth? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, and then uh, last, I'll maybe hand this over to Daniel. We have focus groups. Uh, Having done these long-range plans before, I'm always excited when I can get diverse groups of people together that have common interests Mm -hmm. and get their feedback and allow their voice to be heard. We'll have a senior group that can speak. We have this great senior program 
And it is amazing just how many, how many of those individuals have this high level of injury and they love symptoms. And then uh, Daniel and the Kimberly Horn team have already interviewed high schoolers. It is so exciting when you have teenagers talking about the future of their community. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to hear what they have to say. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I think if I could maybe add to that a little bit, Wayne, it's just it's really exciting uh, for us as consultants to to go in and and speak to your community. Um, when we when we do this, this is really what we get excited about because you know we're hearing different uh, different voices from all over, from different different representations of your community. Um, you know, to your point, we went and visited with high school kids. Ask them about what's their future look like. What do you What do you envision Cibolo looking like in thirty years? Uh, really, when it, when it's when it's your city and you've taken it over, what do you, What are those things that you can imagine happening? And we heard some really great things. Um, you'd be amazed to hear, you know, the positive feedback. They really love the parks. They really love uh, the closeness of the neighborhoods. Um, they really use the open spaces and all of the neighborhoods around. Um, and so there's some some great feedback. There's also some Hey, we need to we need to you know fix this or think about this in a different way. And so you know we're hearing a lot of great things from just our you know just our first group that we talked to these high school kids. Um, and we're looking forward to talking to um, all all the other stakeholder groups um, as you know. And as the mayor said, it's it's not just uh, one format. We're we're talking about you know giving people the opportunity to speak through one-on-one -on -one meetings through. Uh, websites through surveys. Uh, we have business cards. We have QR codes. Um, we have stations set up at at public events. So really, it's, it should be easy uh, for the public to find us um, and to, to find their way into giving us some good feedback throughout the process. And that's really what we're encouraging: is you know everyone and anyone from Sybil is welcome to give us uh, feedback uh, on their future. And once yeah. you receive that feedback, what, what what's your plan to curate it? Sure. So, so, you know, with the, with the um, intent to be as transparent as possible, we take that feedback and do recap documents. Um, and we share that information directly on the website. We scan it, uh, we transcribe it, we post it uh, right there on the website. So after each event, um, we'll, we'll go ahead and recap that. Usually within a week, we'll recap that and post it on the website so people can see that feedback throughout the process. And then at the very end of the process, there will be an appendix document that will capture all of that feedback um, and compile it in, a, in kind of a separate appendix document so so people can see it and, and really understand where all that feedback comes from and where the direction comes from. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think it, I mean, I definitely applaud um, City for going about engagement the right way um, because we do see some communities, you know, where they, they hold a single meeting or they just do one survey and they just get it out there in one format and it just doesn't get that broad reach and broad engagement. And so that project website that we've been referring to, you know, if people are hearing this and they go to sibilotomorrow.com, that will redirect yep. to the, the public input site. And that's where people can find about all the different engagement opportunities that they just spoke about from in-person things like the open houses and focus groups, recaps, um, as well as the digital opportunities like those surveys when they start to come out. Um, so definitely tell people to go to sibilotomorrow.com. And, you know, I think too, like this podcast, obviously, this is another example of just really trying to exhaust any and every tool that we have to reach different people in different formats and mediums. Um, and so, you know, I want to make sure that we're encouraging residents that if you're listening to this podcast or if you take the survey, 
make sure you're sharing it with your friends and your family and your neighbors to make sure that everyone is, is hearing it and, and getting their voice um, into it to be part of that. Um, I guess what is the what is the timeline for for a project like this? Do you you know where are we at in the process and how how long of a process is this? Ryan, when council asked to update the comprehensive plan, they said they did not want it to be drawn out. It's not a year and a half or a two year project. So uh, Kimley Horn met that challenge and their timeline is a one year timeline. So we effectively started sometime in March and by March of next year, if not February of next year, uh, council should have a plan in front of it for it to adopt. Yeah, and so we're kind of like right at the start of the like deeper in public engagement phase, right? Yeah. Yes, I, I believe it's fair to say that Kimley Horn is wrapping up its data gathering of existing conditions. And like we've mentioned already, uh, May 19th, Civil Summer Nights, they're already engaging the community to gather their voices, their opinions, and their desires for our community. We're going to be doing that all summer long. And I, I'd be remiss to say, it's all the way through the project, but there's a big push over this summer to gather input. Yeah. And so this first episode of the podcast is really just to set the stage of what is a comprehensive plan? What can people expect? Um, and then subsequent episodes, they're going to dive into specific topics and themes. I guess I'm just curious from anybody here, um, what are some of the themes or topics that you think are maybe like the hot the hot topics in Cibolo that people are, you know, really kind of itching to, to dive into or address? Roadways, thoroughfare, um, yeah, and then uh, but also um, where apartments are coming, you know, to the city. You know, I think that's something to talk about. You know, where it makes sense to put multifamily is because every city's going to have to have some multifamily. You know, it's just kind of kind of comes with the territory, but it's a matter of where you do that. I guess zoning would be a big topic, but like the mayor was saying, you know, multifamily, commercial. You know where do we place these um because we, we're definitely we've been a rooftop community for years now so we've got we've got the rooftops but we've got a lot of raw land out there that's already zoned like you said multi-family it's already zoned commercial and this master plan will take a look at that um at our, our zoning map as well and say well that wasn't really working out here. Maybe we should move it this direction or that direction. Because we've got high density neighborhoods right now, um, a lot of them. And that, that's a big thing that we've got is really high density. SF6 would be our highest density, you know, six, six houses per acre going all the way to SF1, which would be one house per acre. So. Um, I think looking down south, we would look at um, keeping a lot of that zoned SF2 and, and 1 and 2, um, which is something that a lot of um, residents that I talk to uh, and people that I go to church with, I know a lot of people that, that um, are moving out of Cibolo to go and find those larger lots. That, that's what they want. They want something with some acreage where they're not on top of one another. So zoning would be a big, big topic. Yeah, and what, what I know that the council's interested in is land use compatibility. So it's just not the colors on our future land use map. It's how do you treat 
a residential area when it's next to a commercial area. I'd also say, and the council made it very clear, they wanted to address adequate public facilities in this comprehensive plan. So I think those are the three big components. It's roadways, thoroughfares, thoroughfare, it's land use compatibility, and it's adequate public facilities. Yeah, we can put that fourth fire station, you know, into the plan for this exercise, you know, mm -hmm. and then just talk about what changes are going to happen in that area when that fourth substation is added. Absolutely. So something that, as the community, we need to have some consensus on. I mean, there's even some other topics like, you know, things that may or may not ever come to fruition, which is uh, land that's being developed in our ETJ. So that might be one thing to put on the list of things to discuss would be, well, what's the feature of these neighborhoods in ETJ? Does, do the citizens wish for them to, to be annexed in or, or not? You know what I mean? So it's just a way for all to get citizen engagement and input on a lot of um, you know topics that are out there that they may or may not be aware of are even happening. Yeah. So. Yeah, and since you you mentioned the ETJ, um, Daniel, do you mind kind of giving the the quick explanation of, of what that what that is and what that means and. A lot of people don't know what that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. So, no problem. So, um, there's Sibilo uh, proper, which is the city limits of Sibilo and within the city limits, but outside uh, of the city limits, there's uh, county land that's typically called the ETJ or the extraterritorial jurisdiction. Um, that's and right. that's, that's an additional area uh, that we would consider, especially for the comprehensive plan, we want to consider as part of the comprehensive plan, part of the future um, for Cibolo. And so those people who live out in the county uh, may annex their property into the city and city limits. And typically when they do that, um, different things uh, might happen from utilities to uh, now um, being on the books as city property. And so um, those implications as well. Yeah, we can see. You know, one other thing that we need to, you know, be aware of when we're looking at um, future projects and growth in Cipolo is the uh, CCN, um, meaning the ability for a provider to service that section of town, uh, be it from a water company perspective or a uh, sewer, uh, you know, wastewater perspective. And so, um, you know, the city of Cipolo has a certain portion of our city limits as the provider but there's also another provider out there called green valley svd and so it'd be one thing to make sure to have an awareness of that as far as which areas could grow faster because of who's serving them you know right and that's Everybody. that's kind of the general idea right is we want to yeah. take a really comprehensive big picture look so that we can get ahead of this growth and, and get ahead of it and manage it and think about where are things going to go how do things work together um so yeah i think that's great so Daniel, there is a uh, a survey now on the project website, CibeloTomorrow.com, correct? Yes, that's correct. So there's a survey that's up that it's live. Um, throughout the process, we'll be introducing new surveys um, as we go through the entire comprehensive plan process. But uh, the first one that's up, it's very easy, four questions. Uh, just want to get some high level feedback from you on you know whatever information is important to you as a member of the community. So whoever you are, we want that input, we want that feedback. Um, and uh, again, just look for additional surveys in the future. Yeah, and Mr. Reed, that's, that's available in English and Spanish, correct? 
That is correct. There is an easy to click on button that says translate and that will put it over to Spanish. Awesome. Well, this has been a great conversation. I think we really set the stage of what a comprehensive plan is, laid out the different ways that people can get engaged. Definitely want people to go to CibeloTomorrow.com and, and learn about all the engagement opportunities and get involved. And so everyone here, I appreciate y'all's time and join us on the call. And I will just give you each a quick moment if you want to have any closing remarks. And uh, Daniel, I guess we'll start with you. Sure. Um, well, first of all, thanks for your time. And uh, Hope if this is the first time you're hearing about the comprehensive plan uh, that you'll go to our website, that you'll track uh, meeting dates, that you'll make sure to attend um, and give us your input and feedback. So thanks again. Uh, Councilmember Hicks. I'd just like to um, thank everybody for, for listening to this podcast. Um, make sure you get out there and, and, and reach out whatever social media you can. Um, push it out there so where we get the voice of our citizens, of our residents, um, as to what they want to see the future of Cibolo. There, there, there's several communities. I mean, we've got lots of lots of different communities, which, like, I live in Old Town, but you've got surrounding Old Town, you've got Cibolo Vista, you've got Buffalo Crossing, Pound Creek, Steel Creek, Cibolo Valley Ranch, um, Benton's Ranch. Yeah, the more participation we receive from the citizens will increase the likelihood for this comprehensive master plan to be a useful, updated document. And so if we have from as many diverse opinions and voices and have them all, you know, curated for a consensus, then I think this should be a really successful project. So the more citizen engagement, the easier this project will be successful. So really excited about this, Ryan and Daniel. Thank you very much to both of you for for this engagement and for uh, working with us through this podcast. And you know, as the months progress, uh, we'll be uh, talking a lot. I'm sure. Thank you. Thanks, Mayor. Mr. Reed, any closing remarks? I just want to say I hope that people get excited about having an opportunity to give input to our city council on the vision of our community. That online survey. It'd be really cool if parents would bring their kids into the room and say, what do you think about these four questions? So that's my closing yes. thought is I, I hope people are excited to have a voice in this process. Yeah, couldn't agree more. It's a future. <laughs> that's great. Well, thank you guys again for your time and uh, look forward to, to future episodes. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. Ryan. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks again for listening to the Cibolo Tomorrow podcast. For more information on the comprehensive plan, please visit CibeloTomorrow.com.